So is anybody getting good customer service these days? No, you're not. Nobody is. We're all going through it. Well, if you are, God love you, because you've figured something out that a lot of other people haven't. Fact is, and it is a fact, customer service is at an all-time low. But are we crappy customers now, too? That plays a factor as well. But there's things we can do to help both situations. Before we get to that, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Always appreciate you being here. Finding the podcast, downloading it, subscribing. Great stuff. I appreciate it. There's going to be two parts to this that we're going to cover. Uh, We're going to have some fun with it. And I think we can have a little vent session that we all go through. We can kind of vent out our frustrations with customer service, both online and in person. And online would include on the phone as well. And then... I really want to point out another side of this that's totally misrepresented, or I should say underrepresented. It's what customer service reps go through as well, because I think all of this plays a part. And by the way, it's neither of our faults, neither the customer, the client, or the customer service rep. There are larger factors here that are driving us all crazy. And here's the full disclosure part. I'm just going to tell you honestly, I could not do that job. I recognized it early in life that I am not cut out to be a customer service person in any situation. And I recognized it early, like way back in my freshman year of college, just trying to pick up some retail work, you know, to pay some bills or like around the holidays. I'm good with people. I can talk. I'm just not good in that kind of a situation. So I'm not saying I'm any kind of an expert in that. I'm also not saying this, that I have solved this. I am convinced that nobody on earth has solved the customer service issues we're going through right now. But I truly believe from our side of things, if you just think of yourself as a customer or, you know, a client or a patient, from our side, there are things that can help. This is what led me to to start thinking about this. Almost, I would say, at least 70% of the times I walk home through my front door, my wife and I both work, do a lot of work from, from home. I can't tell you how many times I walk into this and tell me you're not in the same situation. I'll walk in. Hey, honey. And she's on the phone with somebody or something going, speak to a representative. Like screaming. We've all been through it. And that's one of the first most frustrating things we all deal with. And this would be obviously online, on the phone, customer service support we're trying to get, right? Trying to get through to somebody. It happens all the time with the automated phone service systems. and then. Having to repeat details when you're transferred or disconnected. How many times has that happened to you? I'm on my third person. I just explained it to the previous two. Why do I have to tell my story again? Because they, obviously, what's happening there, right? It's a customer call service center, and they have to go through a script, and they have to do that. Okay, get that too. Again, this is the part where we're just venting about this stuff. Having to call or email multiple times to solve a problem. This has become so common that we all go through it. I think we've actually become used to it now. I go into a customer service situation online, completely expecting to have to go through it multiple times. How about this one? One option to reach out. Like, you have to call, you can't email, you only have to call, and sometimes during these certain hours. How is that possible if it's an international call center? Why should the, the call time be limited to a certain window? You love this one? Not being able to reach a real person quickly and easily. How many times do you actually think you're talking to a real person? It's an automated phone system so real that the robot has convinced you that the first couple of people you talk to understand your account, your situation. 
and we all know the original, right? The original going back since the to the 50s and 60s, terrible on-hold music. Yes. Yes, it's true. Okay, that's the online stuff. It's having a little fun, identifying the situation. We're all venting about the things that drive us crazy. Customer service can also be a hassle in person, as we all know. Here's a video that went viral here recently. There were a couple of teenage girls in line at a Dunkin' Donuts in Florida, and the manager just absolutely loses it when they change their order late. I guess she wanted to change it to, like, oatmeal milk or something. But here's how the situation went down. Please get out of my line. Thank you. Because I'm lactose intolerant. Can you get out of my line? No, I just ordered. Okay, I, and I deleted your order. I'm not making Why are you denying my, my service please? right now? Because I am the manager and I said I'm not giving you any service. Can you please get out of my line? Uh-oh. Okay, two things are possible here. We don't know. We can't confirm. We don't have enough information. It could have gone either way. Either the girls might have been pranking her in line. That's true. That might have happened. It does happen, right? Or the manager just lost her mind and just had enough of bad customers and just wasn't going to put up with it. Either way, it's not a good situation. But, like, you know, we don't have enough information to know exactly what led up to this. But either way, it's bad. And I play that for you from that video because I think it speaks to what's happening a lot. You see it a lot now in different areas. But why is it happening? And this is the part where I think we need to identify, we need to speak up for those people in those jobs. Somebody at a customer service line, you know, maybe like at a big retail store. Somebody like that lady working at the Dunkin' who was just working a drive through right? Somebody on the phone when you actually get through to a real person at a customer service representative center. Let's think about for a second what they go through as well, because it's a lot. First of all, rude people. I, I've, I've been convinced for a couple of years now, there's just a general rudeness that's out there that wasn't there before. It's escalated. It has. Frustrated for obvious reasons. Maybe it's the economy. Maybe it's what people just went through coming out of the pandemic and post-pandemic life. Maybe we're just ruder and shorter in general, but they're dealing with that too, and keep that in mind. Here's another one too. Distracted customers. How many times do you see this, where the person is trying to help the customer, but they can't get through to them because they're on the phone talking to somebody else? You want to deal with that? I don't either. And this too, think about it for a second. The tough economy that you're going through, they are as well. They're higher. Yes, you're paying higher prices for the product that you're trying to return or trying to order through a line. They're paying it as well in their own personal life. And they're dealing with probably a situation where they're one of the few people that actually showed up for work and, and is working longer hours because of it, maybe not getting any overtime for it. Let's just keep them in mind for a second, too, because I think it cuts both ways. And now it's the portion of our talk where you're saying, all right, whatever. We know all this. Get to it. What's the deal? What's the solution? Well, I think I got them. I think I got a bunch of solutions here that will make us better customers that helps the situation out. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. But I've found in my experience, this goes a long, long way to getting what you want to get in customer service. Is it guaranteed? Nope. Absolutely not. But I have found it works a lot of the time. And there's the most simple, basic things that we all seem to have forgotten. Number one being patience. Yes, it, even online, after you've been on hold for an hour and a half with somebody. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy, but having patience with the human that you finally get through to on the line goes a long way. So does this. One of the most basic principles of all. Politeness. You know why it's effective? More effective now than ever? They're not used to hearing it. How weird is that? All right, how sad is that? That you being polite, 
in a line, face-to-face, -face, or on the phone, even through an email with somebody, actually cuts through the clutter and makes you look like a better person that they want to help. And that's the key. So is persistence. Don't be a pushover. Don't just cave because they want you to stay on hold forever and they're trying to weed you out as a customer so they don't have to deal with your problem. Stick with it until you get what you want. And a part of this category is this too. Find out who's in charge. The weeding out process is all too common these days. The first line of defense they have, that's what I call it. I think of it like as a battle. The first line of defense in dealing with any customer service is they want to get rid of you as soon as possible. This is why they have prompts or Go online and see if our AI can answer your question. They don't want to spend the time dealing with you. Try to get through as early as possible in the conversation to get through who makes the decision. Yes, I know it's an old thing. Everybody makes fun of the, the, the phrase, but can I speak to a manager? It's true. Or can I speak to a supervisor? It's true. It does work to get to that person. Along with this, how many times have you gotten hung up on after being on hold for so long or explaining that situation for the first two three people. Get some kind of a callback number if you can in case that happens and a name. And here's maybe the most most important part of all, be personable. You know, little chit chat things. And you don't want to take up somebody's complete day or back up the line at the grocery store. But just like being polite, it cuts through the clutter. I call it like the zombie wall. They're so used to dealing with people that are rude, that don't know what they're talking about, that don't have their ducks in a row. They're so used to being yelled at themselves. Being personable and the, the little bit of casual conversation goes such a long way towards reaching your goal with customer service. And again, what is that? Making them want to help you to go out of the way to solve your issue. Because somehow, some way, you're a little bright spot with all the other customers they've dealt with. Personality goes a long, long way. But again, let's not forget what they go through too. Is it guaranteed? No, it's not guaranteed, but we all deal with it these times. And it comes down to life skills, just personality, dealing with people and personal interaction. You can do it. Now watch, now that I've said all this, my next call is probably going to be two hours and I'll get hung up on. Who knows? But at least you got a fighting chance with it, right? Try it. It's worth a shot. Thanks for finding the cool dad rules. I hope it helps. Believe it or not, this is one of the most common things that you reach out to me about on uh, direct messaging, on social media, which is where you can find the cool dad rules. Wherever you search that, all the socials, you can find me. People always talk about customer service stuff. But for any other topics, the same exact process, reach out to me. And also, thank you so much for downloading the podcast, finding it, sharing it along too. That's a big, big deal. Always appreciate it so much. And with all that said, good luck out there. We'll talk to you soon.